conversation. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome to In Conversation with myself, Yasmina Peterson. Now in this feature, we're going to be featuring something that is quite very serious within our community and that is regarding psychiatry treatment as well as why people have breakdowns and also how the brain works in order for them also to maintain their, san- say their sanity and also for them not to allow themselves to break down so much. Now, we are going to be speaking to Professor Bonga Chilisa, who is Associate Professor and Senior Specialist, and that is a psychiatrist, and is also in the Department of Psychiatry at Stellenbosch and Tigerberg Hospital. We are also going to be focusing on the integrative care for the community and also how this is going to be impacting. Now, if you did not know, the World's Psychiatric Association is inviting members of the media to attend its Congress to be held in Cape Town from November the 18th to the 22nd. That is now the year 2016. Now this theme is the Congress that is Psychiatry Integrative Care for the community. Now if you're looking at this and you're thinking about this, this is quite a groundbreaking theme, bringing together world-renowned scientific experts as well as young and established health leaders from around the globe and across the country and across the border as well. Now the conference is going to be expected to attract over 3,000 psychiatrists and other mental health professionals from around the world. But to go further in detail, remember I said that we're going to be finding out how the human brain works before we really go into the conference that's going to be taking place. We do now have online with us Professor Bonga Chilisa. Professor, good afternoon to you. Hi, good afternoon and good afternoon to your listeners. Professor, thank you so much for taking time out to speaking to us more on this now. Professor, before we go into the integrative key for the community, the conference that's going to be held on November the 18th to the 22nd, we're speaking about psychiatry, okay, how the human brain works and what psychiatry treatment is all about. Some of us, we don't understand these mental terms, but just a brief breakdown as to what psychiatry means. Sure. Thank you very much for, for the question. So we, we as psychiatrists deal with uh, what we call serious mental illness. So these are brain disorders um, that, that affect, you know, mental illnesses that affect the brain and are usually quite complex. And what I just want to say is that psychiatrists are medical doctors. Um, mm-hmm. So like, you know, GPs, except we went and specialized further in psychiatry. So we are often, um, you know, deal with medic, me, medical illnesses as well as uh, psychiatric illnesses. So we can give medications. We often give medications like antidepressants for depression, um, as opposed to psychologists who go to school, um, not in medical school, but they go to university uh, and they do just psychology, um, honors and masters in, in psychology and, and become very good at, at doing therapy, etc. But those are not medical doctors per se. So that I just wanted to differentiate the two. Okay. Now, Professor, you've mentioned regarding you give antidepressants for those people who are depressed and for those people who maybe lead a lonely life and so on. Is it then prone those people that are depressed and are maybe lonely or so on to be to have a mental breakdown? 
Um, so we don't um, really know why some people become um, depressed and why not. But some of the things that usually causes it are, um, you know, are, are severe life stresses. So, for example, one of the commonest causes of, of depression is um, if, as a child, um, you get um, abused or mm-hmm. sexually abused or neglected or something like that um, and later on in life you struggle to to cope with you know other stresses that happen in life and so those are some of the, the different causes uh, most people who have horrible um, family or marital situations you know people that are that are that are maybe their husbands or wives um, hit them or physically uh, or emotionally abuse them also tend to to have high risk for depression um, a lot of those kind of things, like different stresses that happen, can um, cause people to become depressed. So mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily think it's necessarily loneliness. It's not mm-hmm. one of the ones that we talk about. But yes. yeah, sure, I can imagine if you're not connected very well in the community and you're struggling um, to find friends and, and to be connected to the community, you would also be prone to being depressed at some stage. Yes, now Professor, being depressed and having a mental breakdown, those are quite different, um, but different aspects. But is there perhaps a way in order for you to prevent that from happening to yourself? Yeah, so, I, yeah, I think so. There's a number of things that one can do. So um, one of the things that I, I, I think is important is, is, is to pick up early on if you are struggling um, with certain issues to try and see if you can get, get get help early on. So yes, I agree with you that sometimes if you're struggling with just difficulties, you may feel a bit down, but that not necessarily means that you've had a severe breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so so trying to get help then is a very good idea. I think if you um, are struggling in your relationships and it's really not working out, you know, trying to seek help within those relationships. So for example, seeing marital counselor is, is a good idea. Um, we also talk a lot about mental health is secondary sometimes to physical health. So, you know, if you are healthy and you eat the right foods and you go out for walks in a beautiful day like this and um, you exercise regularly, you're less likely to have mental health problems. So there's a number of, yeah, good healthy living things that you can do to try and make sure that you don't become depressed. Now, Professor, I just want to go a little bit into detail regarding mental illness. So now, when it's actually as to the four signs, as to how you can foresee yourself from, oh no, I'm going to get sick, I need to get to a doctor or something is going to happen. But when you get a mental breakdown, is there different enzymes that your brain sends throughout your whole body for you in order to get that mental breakdown and how is that curable? Yeah, so one of the one of the examples that I, I kind of use when I teach my medical students about what the difference between depression as an illness is or what we call major depression and, and, and sort of common sadness from you know, from having a bad day or a bad week. Um, what I always say is that, you know, if you go to Woolworths and you buy a nice, rich, dark chocolate cake <laughs> and you have that uh, following a breakup with your with your boyfriend and you feel better after that, then, then you probably don't have depression. <laughs> so because major depression is a severe illness with multiple different symptoms mm-hmm. and, and it really does require for someone to get proper help. And, and you know, no, no amount of chocolate cake is going to help you if, you if you've got major depression, if you've got the severe kind of breakdown mm-hmm. and we um, in psychiatry talk about we think that the, the chemical that's involved in the brain that is probably um, a little bit uh, affected in people with depression is what we call serotonin 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's the one that we then try and, and fix when we give people medication, like Prozac. And, and the famous one is Prozac. That was like one of the first ones that came out in the United States in the 80s. Um, so that kind of focuses uh, uh, the brain, and, and, and in a way, you know, it's, 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 I'm, I'm breaking down, make, trying to make it simple here, but yeah, in, in a way, it kind of, um, you know, refueling yourself, you know, giving yourself more serotonin uh, when you've struggled with, with, with depression. Now, Professor, some of us will now think, okay, with the listening, those listening in at the moment will think, okay, I'm feeling this way all the time. I'm feeling not happy with myself. I'm feeling depressed all the time. Maybe I need to go to a doctor and maybe then the doctor is going to give me some pills and so on. But how will we know that it is serious? You suffering from a serious depression. How will we know that it's serious and it's not... um, yeah, so I think, you know, if if you've been down for a while and you're just not doing well, you know, I think it would be good to go to see a, a GP, your, your family doctor, and I think um, the majority of GPs have been trained by psychiatrists, so they would be able to give you, um, be able to diagnose depression very well. But one of the things that I think I would say is that, you know, if you're struggling to get out of bed and you're struggling to go to work uh, or you're struggling to do your your everyday sort of chores at home, um, you know, when the depression is, is that serious that it's really starting to affect the way you function, mm-hmm. you know, your everyday kind of things that you do, then, then you really need to go with help because then then there's a problem. Yeah. Doctor, thank you so much. Stay on the line. We're going to be breaking for us and when we come back, we'll continue. Stay sure. tuned. In Conversation. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And we're still in conversation with Professor Bonga Chilisa speaking to us more on how mental illness, speaking to us more on mental illness. And we have been speaking about depression and what it is that really leads you to depression. Now, doctor, are there different types of depression or not? Um, yeah, there are, there, you know, yes, there are. And I guess maybe I should say that it's mostly around severity of depression. So there's, yes. you, know, you can get sort of what's called mild depression where, um, you know, someone is struggling with some symptoms of depression, but they don't affect your everyday functioning, uh, as I said before the break. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can get what's called major depression. Um, but you can also get um, what's called dysthymia, which is long depression, sort of long, low-grade depression that lasts for years and years. Mm-hmm. And often there's people um, who have this, um, really just don't do well at school, but it's not, uh, they only realize much later, maybe two to three years later, that they've been really unwell for, for a very long time. So mm-hmm. those are the sort of types of depression. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the other things that I want to say is that you can also get depression um, in someone with what's called bipolar disorder, bipolar mm-hmm. illness. Yes. And so this is the one, um, the guy or the person that at some stage is depressed, and maybe a year later or, or maybe nine months later, it has uh, what we call a manic episode mm. where they're too high, too happy, and often do impulsive things and uh, spend their money, um, you know, do reckless things, not mm-hmm. sleep at night, have lots of energy, etc. And that's this particular illness, and it's, um, yeah, in, in some people, and it's called bipolar disorder. So depression can also be part of other psychiatric illnesses mm-hmm. as well. 
Okay, now mentioning the bipolar disorder and also there's the term schizophrenia as well. Yes, what is yes. the difference in between the two, Professor? So schizophrenia is, um, is, is a severe mental illness. I think bipolar, there's you know, also types of bipolar that are also very severe as well. Um, and schizophrenia uh, is a severe mental illness and the prototype or how we f- sort of know that you have illness um, is people hear voices, um, what we call hallucinations. Mm-hmm. So they'll hear voices of people talking to them that are not there. They'll believe that certain people are, are against them. Um, maybe the you know um, the Scorpi- Scorpions or something like that, or the FBI if you're in America mm-hmm. is against you. Um, or the neighbors are bewitching you. Um, you know, so they become paranoid and unable to work and able to think um, when they're very ill at that time. Um, and bipolar disorder is more of a mood disorder. So you you are happy um, and too happy if you are manic. Uh, and another time, as I said, you have d- depression, which is um, when you feel sad and you feel down and you don't have energy. You don't have, you know you can't do anything. Um, you can't really think. You're very slow, and you have difficulty um, maybe with insomnia, with appetite, and that kind of thing. So it's um, yeah. So there's slightly different kinds of illnesses. Now, Doctor, this is very interesting, and I want to make an example quickly, just so that uh, we, we really need to get some clarity on this. Now, we meet people on a daily basis every day, whether it is we're working, whether it is maybe a friend of ours, and so on. So now, let's say, for instance, that we have this friend, and today this friend is happy, this friend is fine. But now, let's say tomorrow you come back and you meet the friend again, but the friend seems to be very morbid, if I can put it that way. And then we mostly tend to say that, no, man, that person's not right, that that person's got bipolar and so on. Is this then also a term of mental illness or is this just, okay, now I'm having a bad day or something? Yeah, so so the classic, sort of the classic bipolar disorder patient uh, person is not like that. So, you know, so when we talk about depression, we mean, you know, it lasts for like weeks. You know, when yes. you're just depressed every day wow. all the time, and then oh, when word. you're high, it also lasts for weeks. You know, uh-huh. so it's it, we're not. It doesn't. Even though it's called bipolar, which means you swing from one pole to the other, <laughs> but it's not actually. Um, um, it doesn't happen every day. So it's not like you know, in the morning you feel very down, and in the afternoon you feel very high. Mm-hmm. It's unlike it's rare. It doesn't doesn't really happen like that. I think some people though do have. Um, you know these kind of small sort of swings of you know from happiness one day and the next day sort of sad and mm. and that could be due to a number of things um, that could be affecting them. Um, so for example, you know if maybe they haven't they're very stressed at work and they haven't mm-hmm. slept well and they lots of they've got lots of things on their mind. You know maybe they've got financial problems. Mm-hmm. Or, you know they can. Um, Sort of maybe one day seem okay, but the next day they're very irritable and <laughs> grumpy. And, you know? <laughs> yes. um, so yeah, it, it's a number of things one would have to look at it very carefully. But the but classical sort of bipolar patient, uh, person is, is is one that you know have these episodes which last for for months, not mm-hmm. not not sort of um, changing all the time. You know. In the same day. But just a question, Doctor. Is that then normal for people to go through life with their highs and the lows? Today they're happy and tomorrow it's just not a good day for you? 
Um, it's, it's, uh, if it happens like that all the time, then I don't think that's right. Um, <laughs> and I don't think that's normal. <laughs> and I think one needs to just double check what's going on in your life to mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, um, things are okay. I think that people are very stressed, eh? and I yes. think that a lot of it's, people have lots huge, of yeah. issues, and and so they it comes across as 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 that, and 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 so what I'm saying is I'm I'm, I'm saying that it's not a mental illness per se, but it's but you still probably should try and address it, you know, go see a psychologist and talk about it and try and work out ways and means of trying to to live a better life, mm-hmm. where you, you know where you, you're not always. Um, unhappy the next day and happy the you know some other day. Okay, so now, doctor, when you go to a psychologist and they gave, they give you pills, whether it is any type of illness, maybe whether it is a depression, whether it is schizophrenia, whether it is bipolar, and so on, these mental illnesses are they manageable and are they curable? Um, so the serious mental illnesses like bipolar and schizophrenia, unfortunately, are not curable, mm-hmm. um, but they are manageable. Okay. Um, and so um, if you take the right medication and, and the, the right dose, you can live a, a normal, healthy life. Um, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, so the majority of people with bipolar disorder um, take medication, and, and, and it's, it, the medication is, is fairly good, and it's able to... To, to help. Um, uh, at some stage, obviously, they become sick, and usually that's when they stop the medication and so become ill and need to be hospitalized, perhaps spend a little bit of time in hospital. But we're often able to put them back onto the right medication and then they, they go back out to the community. And what about depression, um, doctor? Is that curable or is it also um, just manageable? So depression um, is um, also um, depending on what, what type of depression. So if you have you know, mild depression and you see a psychologist and you go for therapy, a talk therapy, where you talk to them about your issues. Um, if you're able to work out um, different ways and strategies to try and improve your situation, then that, you know, is, is very good. And most of those people do well after that. Uh, if you've got severe depression that you require medication and you need to be in hospital, for example, um, what we find is that people do well on medication and they get better and they're able to go back to their lives. But often, a few years later, they then become depressed again and have mm-hmm. another episode of depression where they often need to be on medication again. Um, so there is, unfortunately, um, depending on how severe the illness is, even depression, if it's severe, it can recur um, uh, a little bit later on in, in your life. Uh, but as I said, with depression, you know, you, you need to really take care of yourself. You need to make sure that you are out of the stressful situation that you, what caused you to be depressed in the first place. Make sure that you you are you are living a healthy life where you do a bit of exercise or you eat well and and you sleep well um, and then yeah then you are able to live a full meaningful life. Now, doctor, are there some statistics uh, that uh, you can share with us regarding schizophrenia, bipolar, and depression as to the highs of it in South Africa or in the country? Yeah, so the the majority um, yeah, so the schizophrenia is. Uh, we say in, on average in Cape Town, probably about one out of every hundred people, one mm-hmm. percent um, of the community is, okay. is will have schizophrenia. Um, so it's it's likely that you, you know you and I know at least one person <laughs> with schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. Um, bipolar disorder is also about the same. The severe one is also about maybe one to two percent. So one to two out of every hundred is likely to yeah to have some kind of bipolar. Disorder, and then the more common mild illnesses like depression and other anxiety disorders are more common than that. So, 
uh, it, depending on the community and how stressed and how difficult life is, but it's you know it's said to be about something like ten to twenty percent. Um, yeah, up to twenty percent of the people uh, may 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 have depression at some stage in their life. Now, Doctor, I want to turn some focus now to the conference that's going to be held on November the 18th to the 22nd, and that is all in collaboration with the Integrative Care for the Community. Yes, yes, mm. yes. Now, we're very what, excited about that. <laughs> very. Now, what is going to be happening within this conference, Doctor? Speak to us more on that. Yeah, so we are having our first, um, it's, it's called the World Psychiatric Association International Congress um, that will be happening in Cape Town. Uh, it's the very first time that this big WPA, World Psychiatric Association, is having a meeting here in our country. Um, and so we're very excited about that. And we have, we're having lots of psychiatrists all over the world coming in um, to discuss issues around of mental illness. But what we're more excited about is that the theme of the conference is really saying, how do we as psychiatrists come together with the community um, to try and tackle you know, issues that are important to communities. Um, the, the one great example that we that we'll be talking about in the conference, for example, is the whole issue of xenophobia. Mm-hmm. So we know, um, you know, that a few years ago, and this was not the first time this has happened, um, people from the Congo and other parts of, uh, of, of other countries north of the Limpopo River uh, were attacked by our people um, in Cape Town and also in Johannesburg, around those areas, and, um, you know, some of them were seriously assaulted, and and so we want to discuss those issues to say, how do we as mental health professionals try and, and help communities deal with these issues? What What is it that is going on mm-hmm. that is causing people to, to act in such a way, which is obviously highly um, unusual and, and, and very traumatic, I would imagine. Interesting. Now, Doctor, is this going to be the first time that this is going to be held here in Cape Town? For yes, the year 2016. Yes, the first time that this big meeting will be held in Cape Town. And this is only for the psychiatrists. There's no other uh, members from the community that's go, that would be able to attend this conference. So we we have invited um, uh, members of um, people that are leading um, NGOs. Um, mm-hmm. So, for example, if you um, you know managers and, and and directors of of organisations like the South African Depression Anxiety Group are going to be attending. Uh, there'll be a number of psychologists also attending as, as psychologists, uh, would also want to learn a bit, bit more about psychiatry. Uh, we're also going to be having a number of events where, um, community participation will be, will be highly sought after. So for example, um, there's going to be an amazing opening, um, um, event where we're going to be using music and art mm. as you know as an expression of of of, of mental illness um, and the journeys that people have had through mental illness, and so we're encouraging people to come and attend that. There'll be exhibitions um, to talk about mental illness in the community and how it affects the community. So there'll be photography and and different art things. So yes, the, so there there are there are places where the community is encouraged and welcome to attend. Now, doctor. Having this be the first time, and having you say that you are encouraging those the communities that are that can attend and so forth, why do you feel that it is important for the community here in Cape Town or in South Africa, for that matter, to know about mental illness? So we think it's it's, it's very important to know about mental illness because I think it actually does affect a lot of the things that plague our society at the moment. So, for example. Um, uh, I'm sure you're aware that, you know, in Cape Town and, and, and across South Africa, for example, there's a very high rate of, of 
car accidents or yes. motor vehicle accidents, right? Mm-hmm. So what we think is that part of the problem or the underlying reason why there's such a high motor vehicle accidents in this country is, is because some people drink too much. Mm-hmm. And so we call that uh, drug abuse or substance abuse, like alcohol abuse, and that's a mental illness. Um, some people have difficulty with frustration, low frustration tolerance. That's why they have these things that are called road rage. Um, some people have got a number of different things that have probably have not been addressed that leads to these kind of things. So one of the other big plague things that are plaguing South Africa at the moment is, for example, um, is women and child abuse. Um, and we, we definitely think that a huge part of it has got to do with some of the difficulties around mental illness can, um, in some of the families. But we also think psychiatrists and psychologists can have a wonderful impact on families and communities to try and help address the underlying causes or the underlying root causes of some of these issues. Beautiful. Now, Doctor, when and where is this going to be taking place? We said this is happening on November the 18th to the 22nd, but where will this be taking place? Yeah, so the our conference, conference is happening from Friday till Tuesday, and it's, going, it's happening at, this, at Cape Town International Convention Center. Okay, is there any entry fee or...? Um, so mm-hmm. I think I would encourage people to go onto our website to yes. have a look at what the different e- events are and what the different activities are. Uh, and so some of the events, for example, there the are unfortunately that you have to um, pay a mm-hmm. small amount. Um, but for some of them, I'm not really sure. I don't have that specific in front of me at the moment to say it's how no much problem. it is. But if people can go to the WPA um, Cape Town International Conference, um, on the website, they'll be able to have a look and see what, what the different events are that they can attend. Okay. Doctor, I want to say thank you so much for taking time out to speaking to us more on this. It was an absolute pleasure speaking to you more about depression and schizophrenia and bipolar. And we know we learn every single day. But for before we let go of you, is there any last words in which you want to share to those listening in at the moment? Um, no, no. I just want to say thank you very much for the opportunity. And, and, and uh, yeah, as I said, I, I think um, we're really looking forward to to having meaningful discussions at the conference, and 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 it'd be good to to um, share this with with the people afterwards. You know, what kind of things we could be doing uh, psychiatrists together with the with the community, particularly the leaders of of the NGOs. Wonderful, doctor. But just for clarification, for the conference, will there be a session for a Q and A? There would, yeah, there would definitely be lots of um, times when um, psychiatrists and the community can meet and discuss different issues. Yeah. Excellent, doctor. Thank you so much, and have a sure. great day further. Thank you very much for. Thank you. Okay, then bye.